Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. Hello, welcome to episode 83 of the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. And today I've got a coaching call. This is a recording from the Design Coven. I am available to the designers within the Design Coven as a mentor to uh, reflect back and to help with strategy, business, any any uh, help that you need in that that realm. And today we have one of our members, and we are sharing a bit of a struggle. Um, and I find this in a lot of the designers' pathways, and that is all about getting estimates down, pricing. How do we price? How do we make sure that we're within budget that we're not going over? So today we are diving in and we're dissecting a project, uh, time estimates and how to better focus our time and, and how to present the deliverables that we announce to the client and make sure that everyone's happy so there's no shock uh, when it comes to invoicing and billing. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it is an example of a Design Coven session. And again, this is available if you're in the Design Coven, just a beautiful space for us to support each other, connect with other like-minded designers and share our knowledge, our research and um, our struggles. And then how do we learn from all of them? You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I am your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hi, Rachel. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> good, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> Excited to talk to you today and see what's going on. I actually prepared some questions because I realized that one question like definitely is... Um, making me feel you know unconfident yeah call it this and it's actually about pricing i i wanted to share with you how i structure like my services perfect um because i was i i've been playing with it for a while at first i was only on uh, hourly rate but then i had you know some uh said clients calls like Oh my God, like you charge us so much, you know, things like this. So, and though, yeah, though I was preparing them with, you know, rough estimates, right? Of 
how many hours it would take. And then I decided to do a mix. For example, I, I charge a fixed price for the um, design concept. Like I, I uh, divide it in three steps. Yeah, initial design, design ideas, you know. And second um, step is detailed design is when we um, choose actual product, uh, check quantities, do detailed drawings, etc. Those specifications, like when you're when you're specking out specifics, are you charging by the hour for that, or is that fixed? It's fixed. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And third step is implementation. It's when we place orders, etc. Uh, like uh, job site visits, you know, like if they need more showroom visits, it's uh, hourly. Yeah, so I would like to check with you, like if my uh, pricing is even, you know, adequate, like is it too low, is it too high, things like this. I would love to hear your feedback. And one more question that I have, um, I practice collaborating with a contractor. Yep. And uh, yeah, with contractors, I, uh, I was trying to give them a price per square foot, but then like when project was too small, it was too low. When project was too large, it was <laughs> a lot. Um, so I did not, I wasn't signing up such projects when it was too high, for example. And then I also practiced some fixed, fixed rates for contractors as well. So, okay. Yeah. So I do, I like, so have you like, for example, the person that has come back to you and said, Hey, we, we paid a lot hourly. It can, it ended up being a lot more than what we expected. Do you know what your estimate was to them initially? Yeah. Yeah. It was per room. It, it was starting from 10 hours to 20, like roughly for every room. And then I was playing with this uh, estimate, um, making it higher for kitchens, for example, for living rooms, right? And lower for small spaces like office, etc. Entry area. Yeah. So I checked my estimate before I was sending the invoice to her. And it was, you know, on the higher end of the estimate, right? Because again, like I was giving the lows and highs, right? So, so when you said for your estimate, how many rooms were there? It was living room, family room, play area with TV, one, two, three, office, four. Yeah. So around four rooms. And so you're saying that you ended up doing like 20 hours a room? Yeah. Did it go over that? Or? Yeah, it was, it was um, under the estimate. Okay. I'm just curious like how, where, where you estimated and where she was to see like where her discrepancy was. Um, but I mean, if you're coming within one thing I would say, like with your estimates on time, like that's a pretty big gap, 10 to 20. When I was doing hourly, I was keeping it five hours max difference, but more like two or three hours, like keeping it in that interesting because yeah, it's almost like it could be, you know, here, but it could you know, be double the price. And they're always going to look at, you know, the starting point. And so when it doubles then they're like, oh, like, yeah, that it kind of gives them a little bit of sticker shock. What are you charging hourly? 150. Okay. And I like that you're doing the fixed concept. Have you figured out how many hours it takes for you to do a concept? <laughs> it's so hard, right? Yeah. Uh, Let's just say one room. I don't know. Maybe 10. I don't know. <laughs> so I would, this is my problem, right? I need to, I would love to at least get the idea about industry standards. I know there are, they do not exist. 
uh, I would like to read uh, to read different, you know, forums, etc., to kind of structureize it for myself, but it didn't work out. Yeah. So what um, I'm trying to do, and I'll give you what I'm doing, but I, what I'm trying to do is, is um, find out like how long things are taking for you, so that we can make sure that we're you're getting paid for your time, and that it makes sense. The last thing we want is for you to feel like you're getting, you know, you're not being valued and you're not making. Yeah. The so that's why I'm kind of just, I want to get a gauge on how long things are taking, how much you're charging so that I can start to look at things because we can, if you're much faster in one area, you know, there's things that we can do to, to offset. So that's why I'm kind of like breaking us down to like the very basics so that I can kind of then once I have like almost like Legos where I have like all the parts and pieces are out, then I can start building to create something that makes more sense, you know, for you to make money and that makes sense for the client too, so that they're not put off. So when you are creating, let's just say like a living room, cause you're mostly doing, um, you're not doing remodels right now or are you doing remodels at the I'm same doing, time? Yeah, I'm doing remodels. I'm doing full house remodels for two projects in uh, Silicon Valley. Okay, so when you do, let's just take, for example, just to keep things basic and simple and then we can um complete them later when you do a concept design for let's just say like a living room as an example how long do you think it takes you to, to create a concept for concept i would say um with several rounds because i i do rough very rough one even for me and my team and um, we develop it what what do you consider a concept? Is it just like a mood board where you're picking color palette and style, or are you picking specifics in that concept? That's a very good question. Mm, yeah, I, I I pick colors. I um, include inspiration pictures, right? Yep. And um, also, I even at this stage, I start to work on space planning. Oh, you're the very beginning. Okay. Yeah at least like very rough one to get their feedback as soon as possible, you know, and to. Okay. I, so let's say you took space planning out and you're just picking okay. inspiration photos, a sense of style, the vibe, the mood, the color palette. How long do you think that would take? Two to five hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes like um, I have another issue, um, like this perfectionism theme, theme right? I always think that oh my god i can do it better i can do it better like i need some and yeah it really takes time for me okay. so i okay so i have a, a grasp on that now when you're doing space planning and floor planning how long does it take for you to do a floor plan for a living room and how many floor plans are you doing are you giving them multiple options or are you keeping it to like two or so first round i can give them typically i give them no more than three okay. like best three options right okay. These days, I tend to give maximum of two so that they're not lost. Okay. And just show cool ideas again to get the, as much feedback as I can from them. But yeah, my goal usually is to work really hard on just one option. And second can be like, maybe if I'm not sure for 100%. How long does it take for mm -hmm. you to do these two floor plans? And let's say two hours per plan. So total of four. And when you are specifying, how many hours do you think it would take you to specify all the products in the living room? I'd say it's around two hours per product, per item. Sofa, uh, uh, chair, right? Coffee table, uh, 
what else? Uh, light, uh, ceiling light, some shelving maybe, right? So five, around 10 hours to specify. It's like one rug, right? 12 hours. And you're also placing orders for them, right? So here is the thing. Since I was uh, practicing uh, remote design during COVID, right? Uh, I didn't want to be very much involved with receivers, etc. So I was giving my clients an option to order it themselves. Okay. But these days, I would like to, you know, return my practice of reselling products and to give more money to the company. Okay. And then how long do you think it would take you to order, place all those orders for a living room? Oh, at least one hour for every item because I'm checking, rechecking. Yeah. But do you think that it's like 10, 15, 20 hours? But it's like, it's like 12, right? If we calculate it. Ah, hold on. Per item, we had 12, 6. So around 6 to 8 hours, right? To place orders. Yeah, because we're already... And then you go to the job site to place products, right? Like to put in the accessories or to like when the sofa comes, you're putting mm -hmm. where it goes and everything. So yeah, like I used to do it. It was taking me around few hours when the the delivery truck came right with white glove delivery etc um so yeah a couple of hours to install it but then i also charge clients for styling services it's when i add all the accessories so usually i quote anywhere from six hours because i need also to buy the, those accessories yeah so around six to ten hours for styling yeah so like a living room right now is taking like on the high end it's taking like 35 hours mm -hmm. do you think it's okay if we times that by 150 then you're charging 52.50 i think you're spending a lot of time on i mean sourcing is the biggest chunk of time it always takes the biggest thing but i mean what i can see here is you're like if you're actually coming out at 35 hours and you're telling the client 10 to 20 so they're gonna that's where like the miss the missing so then they're expecting to only spend 1500 to 3000 <laughs> coming out a lot more um not that there's nothing wrong with like how much time you're spending but you might want to hone some things in and I'll also give you another idea too so like the concept board like the concept design I would try to bring that down to maybe like three hours and just focus on inspiration photos mood and color palette and that being okay with not being so perfect because that's just a a jumping off point it's just to like entice them just to show them this is where I'm going with it this can all sort of change once we start, you know, specifying and getting exact things and showing them to you and seeing if we're going in the right direction. But this is where I want us to start. So you might be putting a lot of time trying to like pick the perfect picture with the perfect thing that you want to spec out. And that might be like stopping you from being more efficient and faster. Yeah. So if we do that, that's already going to cut out two hours. And then I would separate your concept from your space planning and have space planning its own entity because that makes sense to have four hours for space planning. Mm -hmm. And this is all going 
by a hourly rate, and then I'm gonna talk to you about doing fixed. So I think your space planning hours, I think you're putting the appropriate amount of time into that, like that to me seems very standard. You're specifying the two hours per item, I think is a bit extensive. Um, you might wanna see about dropping that down to half an hour per item. Where are you shopping? Again, like in order to see multiple brands and save time, um, I'm using sometimes very gold, very gold. Very gold. Yes. Um, also, I have, um, I mean, these days I, I'm not using it, but I think it's a cool uh, option also to use is um, designer source or designer ink. Have you heard right. about it? Uh -uh. It's online. It's online. Yes, and they have different brands there and estimates for uh, how much will it cost. It's already there, so I have at least rough idea how much it will cost okay. to my client. Those are the two main sources. Yeah, and also I'm using you know Google product search. Like I put the description, and for online design, especially like I can use just Google. And these websites, do they only sell? to the trade or do they sell to the public as well? So Perigold, it, it has a lot of trade uh, sources, but they, like regular people can also buy from it. Okay. Um, yeah. And what's your trade discount with them? Uh, I do not remember. I mainly use them, you know, just to source and then I can, I know where can I can get it. Okay. Uh, so they, like use them as a, a starting point and then you say, oh, they, this is from four hands and then you like go directly to, got it. Okay. Um, and then designers Inc. What about them? Do they do trade or do they do? Yeah, they are doing trade. I do not remember uh, the amount of their discount, but it's, it's not bad. It's less than if you would build your own account, but it's, it's not bad because they have uh, multiple like, accounts. Are they like 20% or 10% or? It's more than 20. It should oh, be more okay. than 20. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, they also sell to the public? Uh, no, no. It was just trade only. Okay. And is that a membership type thing or like do you have to pay? No. No, it's absolutely free. And when you're selling product, are you extending your discount to the client or are you um, charging them retail? I'm not charging them retail. I'm, let's call it, I'm sharing with them my okay. discount. So I make sure that if they find it online, it, my price would not be higher, maybe slightly lower. Yeah, and then procurement, that, I mean, that's about right, I'm sure. It takes so much time to, to order and, but yeah, so what I was thinking is specifying, dropping that down to maybe half an hour, especially if you're only shopping a couple places, you should have a pretty good sense about what they have and how to navigate it. And that's kind of where you're skills get honed in you get faster the more you do it you know what they have so you're yeah. specifying time i don't know if you're is there a reason why you're spending two hours is it just because you want to make sure you look at all the options that for them or no not really it's um it's more it's more because when i, I put everything on on a mood board right furniture board I see that, okay, like this piece, it's not perfect. Like I gotta do another. So when you're sourcing, let's say you're just looking for a sofa. Are you picking a sofa and then putting it on the mood board and seeing what it looks like with everything else? And then if you're like, oh, that doesn't look right, then you're looking for another sofa? Or are you like pulling a bunch of sofas and then 
putting the mood board mm -hmm. together. Yeah, uh, so I, I source for different options for sofas, for example, right? Then I put it on a mood board, creating kind of library on a, on a slide, right? Then I pull my, from my library, like perfect pieces, yep. and then like see if something can be improved. So are you, what I'm saying is, are you pulling like multiple sofas at once and then playing? Okay, good. I just want you to be like a kind of batch those kind of those things in um do you think you could drop your sourcing time down does that seem overwhelming or no i think i think it's feasible yeah i think i can do that and i think part of that too might just be in the confidence it's like sometimes you find the right sofa in five minutes and that's okay you know right? what i mean yeah like you don't you don't need to like exhaust yeah. everything get caught up and it's like Oh, well, that was too easy. I need to like invest more time to make sure that they're getting, they're paying me. For yeah. It, right? yeah, you're right. I, no, I'm, I'm doing what you're saying. Like if I find a perfect piece, I'm, I'm fine. Like when I was just starting out, I was, you know, looking everywhere, checking everything. <laughs> Not anymore. Okay. So yeah, I mean, we've already sort of chipped away. If we did it even at an hour each item, let's say five hours specifying, you know, that saves us five and two with the concept. So that's already seven hours cutting cutting back. I mean, that's we're looking at 20, 28 hours. You know, we, we're, we're down to 4,200, which if we did the, the 20 hours times the 150, we're still a bit higher than that. So now the other thing, so that's what your hourly turns out to be. I will tell you what I'm doing for, so like, if, so that would be like your fixed rate or your hourly, that's kind of the same number. Um, mm -hmm. Living rooms, I'm charging 1800 to 2200 to mm -hmm. design, but I'm charging them a procurement fee. Yeah. And the procurement fee could be anywhere from 10 to 20%. And on most of that stuff, I'm not giving them a discount. Um, yeah, okay. So, you know, you'll make money there too. So then that kind of makes up for, to get to that 4,200. Cause I know that if I, let's say I'm spending, it's $20,000 of spending on a living room. And if I get 10%, that's an extra 2,000, which brings me back to the 4,200, which is what you're getting. Um, or, you know, if it's 20% that I'm getting four, four grand on that. Yeah, four grand. So then that makes it like $6,200 on the, on the high end. So yeah, you might want to just think about if you wanted to just kind of create these fixed rates and that way they know what they're paying up front. Like if it's the 4,200 plus maybe it's 10% procurement, but then you're making more money there and you're not giving your discount yeah. or you still want to split, share a little bit, you know, you can still do yeah. basically like them purchasing the furniture through you pays for. Oh, and the other thing too is actually you would have to take out your procurement fee your time. So let's take out eight hours of that. So now we're back to 20 hours, which is right. So now you're back at 20 hours, which is $3,000 plus procurement. And that might be a bit more feasible or look more attractive to the client. You're right. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, this makes sense. So is it, is there any way, because um, uh, I'm sure it will be helpful to other designers as well, right? Like. Well, when we know where we should aim for, right? In terms of hours, uh, in terms of fees, like 
which is like, what would be reasonable for clients that would be super helpful. Yeah. So right now, like um, design fees, I'm seeing anywhere from like 150, 195, mm -hmm. 250 hourly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then fixed. I'm doing a living room, 18 to 2200. That's living room and like a bedroom. And then for a bathroom, I have to look at my list. I think a bathroom is like 22 to 2700, just off from the top of my head, plus procurement. Kitchen, I'm doing at five. This one I'm doing at 5,000. I mm -hmm. have to have a kitchen at oh, all the way up to 10, plus mm -hmm. procurement. Wow. If it's a large kitchen, right, it's 10. If it's more complicated and there's more going on and, and you can kind of tell, like what I would do is create sort of a cheat sheet menu for yourself. So then you write kitchen and mm -hmm. you can write, you know, five to 10K. Bathrooms are like 22 to 2,500, depending mm -hmm. on how big. Yeah, mm -hmm. this sounds about right. And then bedrooms, I'm doing anywhere from 1,800 to 2,200. Living room is same, 18 to 22. Interesting. Yeah, because I saw the living room like it takes more time than bedroom. Yeah. But... So I'm gauging okay. that how big it is. Um, okay. and if a combination, like a great room, like living, dining room, then that's going to be on the higher end. Maybe that goes to, you know, 2,500. Mm -hmm. I see. I'm not oh. double 1,800. I'm bringing it down a little bit because I'm doing it at the same time. So, and there's the same floor plan, some kind of, but it's going to be higher than like just a room by itself. Yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. So I'm really helpful. Yeah, and, um, a menu. And then I can tell them, okay, it's this is my flat rate. This is what I'm going to cost. And if you know that you're doing flat rate, you might be a little bit easier on yourself as far as like giving yourself the okay that it's, if it takes me two minutes to pick a chair and it takes me half an hour to do the lamp, it's fine. I don't need to spend like a million hours on this. That's true do it faster and you can hone your skill in, you deserve to get that money because you've honed your skill. Yeah, absolutely. Makes total sense. That's why I was moving to flat rate as well. Oh. You might want to just play with it and see, mm -hmm. but it's also nice to know you've done enough projects on how long things actually take. Yeah, really helpful. You're right, totally right. Good, thank you so much. I feel better now. I feel calmer because I'll tell you what, <laughs> I was quoting my um, contractors, right? And yeah. some of the clients, I was uh, quoting them 2000 for bathroom. Right. And I was quoting 4000 to 5000 max for kitchen. Okay. Yeah. So I, I feel pretty good that I was close. Um, wasn't charging too much and too low, right? No. Yeah, you're right. Uh, in the, you're right where... Right in the average there. So that's good. So that knows you're competitive. With the contractor, I wanted to kind of dive in there. Are they wanting to hire you to design these spaces or are they wanting you to go into contract directly with the client? Yeah, great question. So uh, what I'm having now, they are just introducing me to their clients and I'm going directly with clients. Okay. Um, also, before that, I had uh, relationships with another contractor who was hiring me for his client and uh, yeah I was also quoting him fixed rates for bathrooms and kitchens we're not we were not doing any living rooms nothing okay. like that 
basic materials. Did they did they give you feedback on your fee, like if they felt it was too much, or what what was the reason why they didn't move forward? No, 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 they moved forward. We were, um, yeah, but slightly. I, I but uh, um, with each project, I I was realizing how much work does it take and clients who were not paying for this service, right? They were very demanding and bothering me all the time. Yeah, so I increased my rates and now I do not get many leads from this contractor, but I'm fine because, um, yeah, I, w- I was not a huge fan of that one. But um, my, my, yeah, you know, he was, he was slightly uh, tricky with his clients. He was interested in upsells. They were not happy, you know, tricky. One. Yeah, the one that I'm working now, he's just introducing me to his clients, but he's also asking like, I want you to be like almost on all my projects. Like, tell me your uh, rate per square foot, and maybe I'll just include you in my bid. You know, things like this. Um, so I'm not sure. Like, I was reading that we should charge around ten, ten dollars per square foot. With construction, it's around sixteen dollars per square foot. But when I calculated it, it was a lot. So again, like for me, it's hard to give it. Yeah, I don't know like what the going rate is square footage wise, but you could give them your menu, you know, where it's like bathroom is from, you know, 22, kitchen is five to 750, you know what I mean? Like, and give them that way, depending on like how big it is, um, that way feel for it mm-hmm. yeah and I think with the clients like calling you all the time I think a lot of that has to do with you know setting up boundaries and expectations at the front and they probably were just taking advantage and and was never told this is how I work or you know these are my hours or you know that kind of thing and you only get like one revision or we meet to look at the floor plan and you pick this or that and if you want another you know, one, it's going to cost you time. And so you do just one revision? Uh, was it so when I do, two? when I do a floor plan, yeah, I'll give them about two options. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll, sh- I'll present the one that I really want and I'll present a backup. And then I give them the option to change some things, not a whole okay. new floor plan, but it's like, oh, you know what? I really like how you have an accent chair there. Can you put that here and change yeah. this little thing? Then it's like, yeah, no problem. We'll modify it. Um, but I won't give them a whole new design. But once you know, okay, this is the floor plan, this is what we're going off of. So I'm not going to source furniture for this plan and I'm not going to source furniture for this plan. Um, of course not. Two separate things. Yeah. So it's like, okay, this is our plan. This is what we're sourcing for. This is what I'm going to pick. And then same thing with like the sofas and all the products. I'm only going to present my favorite and my, mm-hmm. this is what I recommend. And if they go, oh, you know, I really don't like that sofa. It reminds me of my grandma. Like, can we just pick another one? <laughs> and it's like, I'll have another one. I'm, you know, up my seat. Yeah. How about this? And yeah, okay, yeah, that looks good. That kind of thing. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, but that way similar. you're not double the work. Yeah, similar feedback. I just like uh, the um, presentation that I, the reason why I didn't go with you, right? It went very well, by the way. And the uh, feedback. <laughs> Yeah, so funny thing, the uh, feedback that I got from uh, wife uh, was, uh, oh my God, it reminds me of my grandpa, like <laughs> the light fixture. I'm like, okay, okay, no problem. I have a backup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Great one story, right? Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, yeah. Thank so you so that, much. Do you feel like you have clarity in that space? Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, clarity is what I really needed because, you know, like I never knew, okay, maybe maybe I'm charging wrong numbers. Like it, it was killing me. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry, Blake Ferris, for all of her special help with the podcast, our social media posts, newsletter, and lastly, Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.